just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Welcome back. Hello. Uh, good week, everybody. Good week. Great end of the week. It's Friday. Holiday weather. season. Holiday season. I love it, man. Never really been a big fan of Christmas, personally. I like it for the family aspect, but Halloween's more my thing. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> well, we're back. We're going to bring another episode. This time, uh, going to kind of get off into the force side of things, as opposed to characters and storylines and such. Yeah, we wanted to talk about something a little bit different, and so today we're going to talk about some Force abilities and really hone in on some Forbidden Force abilities. More on the Forbidden aspect, there's just there's a lot, especially in the EU, there's some in, in, in the movies that we see in the video games, but the Extended Universe has so many Force attributes and Force users of those attributes that are just immensely powerful and a lot of factions both light side and dark side actually banned some of the use of these powers because they were either you know malignant or they were against their teachings be it jedi or sith right and the jedi notoriously banning a whole lot of things oh of course but the sith actually surprisingly in 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 my research and in my readings they had they had banned when it was like the Dark Brotherhood and the groups of Dark Jedi who were a collective. They had actually banned certain attributes that were seen as helpful. Yes. As opposed to the Jedi who anything that was essentially out of passion or self-serving were kind of in that band. But but I, I was kind of surprised in some of the books that I was reading just... On my shelf, I kind of got a little bit nostalgic and pulled on some more books. Big surprise. <laughs> and um, the Sith had had actually banned a lot of different Force powers as well. But I mean, wh- where do you want to start? I guess you want to start with. Well, I suppose Dark Side Jedi. I suppose let's start with Jedi because they're just. I mean, a bigger list. So predictable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Basically, anything that leans dark side, the Jedi banned throughout their entire history. All the way back to the G... The the word I can't say. The Jedi. Thank you. All the way back to then, you can kind of find the Jedi banning all sorts of things, like uh, Sith Lightning, for instance, was banned basically for the entire existence of the Jedi Order. Obviously, because it draws on passion, it, it... draws on your desire to dominate to 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 create pain to create fear to do harm it's entirely offensive it's entirely to harm others and that's kind of against the jedi teaching for obvious reasons but what what kind of i guess what plagues my mind with with sith lightning is the counterpart to that as we've talked about before is force judgment yes which plo koon was a master of yep and luke skywalker from the eu was a master of it he, he called it emerald lightning but plo koon called it force judgment as his him being part of the baron doe which were his race's kind of shamans if you will mystics yes they they didn't really see it as 
a benign force power. They, they believed more in use the force for whatever you want to use it for. It's all in your temperament when you're using it. Draw on the force in a, in a positive light and you'll have positive effects. Right. But my, my point is, I guess, if you have Plo Koon, who was one of the most powerful Jedi Masters at the time, and I believe if he had gone instead of one of the other Masters against Palpatine, he would have stood a good chance. He might have. And then you have Luke Skywalker, who became the Grand Master after Return of the Jedi. If both of them use Force Judgment and are still aligned in the light side, why were the other Jedi so scared of the possibility of this? Like, wh- why why outlaw it? I don't think it was uh, a fear that caused the, a lot of the Force uh, abilities that the Jedi banned. I think it was simply understanding that they could lead you very easily to the dark side. Not everyone would be led to the dark side. Obviously, Mace Windu, Plo Koon, uh, Luke, many Jedi managed to use... Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn managed to use things that would otherwise be dark side leaning. I think it really does boil down to the individual. I think I think the, some of the wiser masters of the Jedi were wise enough to know that most... Obviously not all, but 99.999% of Jedi would be corrupted by these things. Mm -hmm. Especially the younger ones. Oh, yeah. And even, like, Mace Windu realized it in the long run. We talked about that once before, I think, that he created created his own form of lightsaber combat from Form 7. Mm-hmm. And as he tried to teach it to a couple of apprentices, it didn't go his way. Yeah. Um, they so, fell pretty quick. Right. And so it, it takes a very unique Jedi to be able to do that without falling. And I think the Jedi just realized, you know, it's not worth the risk of having 99% of our pupils fall to the dark side. For so s- ban it for everybody. Right. But I, I feel like that comes with fear. It's very short-sighted of the Jedi, yes. Because... There are a lot of Jedi, again, a few that I've noted, that were able to use the dark side and not succumb to its total darkness, not succumb to the power that it could have over you. But I think a lot of it has to do with also the fact that Sith lightning, or force lightning, I guess, if if we want to get technical, is is meant to disfigure and kill. Correct, in some um, way. Now, I think the difference lies in where you draw the force power to do that. Uh, Do you draw it from passion or do you draw it from the desire to carry out justice? Uh, And I think that's why Plo Koon gets away with it. I think that's why Luke gets away with it because it's not a desire to overpower. It is a desire to do what is just in the eyes of the force. Right. Kind of a justice is blind sort of thing. Yeah. And I guess another one for me, I guess, um, kind of counter to the Sith Lightning as far as the Jedi are concerned, is um, a lot of the alchemy. Yes. The, the Sith alchemy that the Sith used. Yes. Not the alchemy that we know today of turning metal into precious metals. No, Sith alchemy is more based in uh, living creatures. And distorting realities. Yes. So you could use alchemy to essentially turn a robot into a living being or a a, a a living being locked in a robot body right or incarnate more as we've talked creating about a lot, entire species off of alchemically imbued ornaments yes jewelry like uh-huh. it's that simple for someone that powerful 
So I can kind of see that one being forbidden to the Jedi because the Jedi are meant to live harmoniously with the Force to create things out of it. I think that really boils down to they are supposed to live and they believe that the Force has a plan, that the Force means and intends for things to be the way they are. And so even if the Jedi could, say, use Force alchemy to modify the human species... To not get cancer or to not um, not require so much food or whatever. Uh, a general improvement for the gal- galactic population, you know, reducing the amount of food necessary for production and delivery to Coruscant would probably ease the Republic strains considerably. Um, not getting cancer generally deemed a good thing. Yeah. But at the same time, they believe that the Force is some sort of all-knowing entity, and therefore you are not allowed to mess with its plan. I think tantramar to what we know about the Jedi, I also feel like because their code talks about being, Qui-Gon specifically talks about being symbiotes with the Force, Yes. You can't be a symbiote with the Force if you're creating things from it. Well, and if you're forcing it to do your will. Like Darth Plagueis, for instance, um, creating life. Yes. Altering midi-chlorians is not being a symbiote with the Force. It's taking and it's it's basically taking gains from something you're not supposed to have. Well, it's forcing something into submission that really shouldn't be submissive in general exactly at least in the jedi's point of view mm-hmm. uh the sith point of view is a little bit different they oh, yeah. they it's, view it's personal. the force well they view the force as a tool to be used yeah a tool to gain power a tool to gain knowledge or wisdom a tool to do their bidding for personal gain versus the jedi see it as a collective gain yeah a collective gain kind of um so that's a really weird point that you would bring up because it's not always necessarily for gain with the Jedi, even collective gain. It is. Um, in, in, in the, I, I'd say in the newer Jedi it is. The old Jedi, it wasn't so much, but the newer Jedi... Well, no, because they still allow slavery. They still allow suffering. But that has, not, They're that's, not using it to overall improve. They're using it to maintain the balance. But they're, how would they use alchemy to stop slavery? Well, that's pretty simple. Fry the ability of the huts to reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's easy without using alchemy. But my point is, you can't be... No, but you, you could you... use the force. If you were talking about collective good and collective bargaining, you could use the force as your ally to strike down the leaders of the slaving tribes and clans. But that's not in the Jedi. Well, of course it's not. Which so is why I say their problem. Which is why I say they don't necessarily judge on the collective good. They judge based on what they deem to be the will of the force. See, and and, and the will anything... of the force may be bad in their mind, but because it's the will of the force, it's the way things should go. Anything prior to the prequels, I agree with you. But when it comes to finding Anakin <coughs> and leading up to Vader's death, it was all for a collective gain. Because the Jedi, anytime they talked to the Senators, anytime they talked to Palpatine, anytime they talked to each other in the council chambers, it is all about, it's always about, well, what's good for the Jedi? 
Uh, the 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 Jedi that, Order I see of that the as a prequels. Game. The Jedi Order of the prequels. Yes, the Jedi Order of the prequels though uh, is kind of it's kind of uh, oh what is a good word? It's marred. It's it's been it's skeptic. They're they're extremely skeptical. But they've changed. They they have kind of bastardized their their original point of view. They're not what the Jedi code deems should be. So they're skewed. Yes, they're not really true Jedi. They're they're fallen. Um, well, not yeah. to the dark side, just away from no, their I, own. I agree with you. They're they're not they're not the way that they used to be. They're not following the same teachings. Well, they're not the way they should be, or they proclaim to be. Like they say constantly, we're keepers of the peace, and then all of a sudden they're fighting a war, and nobody says, "Hey, guys, no." <laughs> but well, we talked about this last time. They they had to. Because because well, the Republic dis- didn't have an army, they needed leaders. I don't disagree with that. I think they absolutely had to. But if they were following their own Jedi code and their own teachings, they wouldn't have. Even if they did have to, indeed. They would have stepped back and said, I'm sorry, this isn't who we are. They were used but, more as strategists. Right, but because they were, they were kind of corrupted, they didn't do what they proclaimed they would do. Right. So, yeah, they did need to, and it's probably what I would have done in the same scenario, but I don't claim to be a Jedi. Yeah. Um, Another one that kind of caught my attention, as simplistic as it might be, is passion. Generally speaking, yeah, the the bad Jedi did sort of ban passion and attachments. Think of it like this. Super simplistic. The Jedi didn't ban passion. They banned passion in the Force. If you have a Jedi who uses force push... But they banned basically anything you could be passionate about. But hear me out. If Jedi were to use the force to subdue an enemy or to knock away attackers... Yes. That'd be okay. But if they used it with enough force that killed somebody, they could be brought to trial. Yes. Because it was used out of passion. So I kind of see that, not necessarily as a force power, but in congruence with the force, they in a sense banned passion. But even a step down the road, they didn't just ban passion. They banned anything that you should be passionate about. They banned you from having a family. That's why? how they failed at Anakin Skywalker's well, teaching. But why did they? Why did they ban you from having a family? Because there's nothing on the planet that you're going to protect more than your family. Right. I mean, that if somebody attacks your family, that is going to make you passionate. And Anakin and Luke in Episode Six are examples of that yes um when vader threatened luke's sister he just went ham oh yeah <laughs> lost it yeah but so the jedi didn't just ban passion they banned anything that could bring passion they didn't want you to have uh, a spouse they didn't want you to have attachments they didn't want you to have anything that could be used to leverage you into anger or passion or rage but I'm talking about I'm talking about passion in tandem with the force. Right, but that I mean, if you're a force bad. wielder, if you're a force wielder and you get angry, you're going to be using the force. I mean, kind of like if you go to a bar and somebody starts talking shit on your mama. I mean, you're going to use your fist because you got fist. Well, and yeah. if you have the force, you're going to use the force. <laughs> and I think Kyle Katarn's in a supreme example of that dude who was an imperial trooper turned smuggler turned jedi he used sith all the time sith powers all the time yeah lightning choke 
mind tricks. That's another one. We'll talk about that in a minute. Let me finish this thought. And Luke was like, hey, man, I don't care what you do. Just don't be a jerk about it. Like, if you want to use Force Lightning to subdue 20 enemies around you without killing them, go for it. But if you use Force Lightning and you fry those stormtroopers into to dust, we need to have a talk. What about just their toes? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, Sorry, that seems like a very Kyle Katan answer. Yeah. What about just limbs? Can I just disintegrate <laughs> limbs? Oh, Kyle Katarn, one of the most underrated and amazing Jedi Knights of the extended universe. But back to the other one I just mentioned, uh, Mind Trick. Yeah. So we see it very seldom in the movies. In the comics, even, it's, at least in, in my readings, it's very seldom. And from, from a fair few, I mean, it's, it's a rather elite group of uh, Jedi or Sith that try to use it. Anakin and Qui-Gon are two that I know of that use it the most. Obi-Wan. Um, he used it a few times against the Stormtroopers. He used it rather effectively. But, but using it... See, and this is where it confuses me because it's forbidden to use it for personal gain. Again, yes. But it's not forbidden to trick somebody into thinking something else. Right. But the issue I have is Obi-Wan used it on Tatooine and it saved them from being arrested. Qui-Gon used it because he wanted to say, yeah, credits will be fine. Right. Obviously it didn't work because Tridarians are force-resistant. No. Right. But it just... it. Why why train the Jedi in the ability to use mind trick if you're just later going to say, well, you shouldn't use it? Uh, I think it's pretty simple. It depends on the situation. And I think that the, the lesson the Jedi are sort of forcing on in that is, okay, don't use this because you want to get out of a speeding ticket. Don't use this because you don't want to have to talk to the security at the, at the Galactic Senate. Use this when the mission we send you on is hindered by not using it, or use it in order to avoid violence. Like uh, Obi-Wan... He was praised for using it against the droids. Well, but but... But that's because they're droids, right? Right. But at the same time, now you're contradicting your teachings. Right, you you are. But, I mean, the Jedi of the the prequels never had a problem contradicting their teachings. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, like, when Obi-Wan and and Anakin were chasing the bounty hunter, and they go into the bar. And... Zam will sell. Yes. The bounty hunter. Changeling. And he, uh, he uses a mind trick on the guy trying to sell him death sticks. I think real, realistically the reason he did that and was okay to do that is just because dealing with it in any other way would have drawn attention to him as a Jedi. Not just him as a Jedi, but him and, knew, on Jedi business. They already knew they were Jedis, though. Right, but it would have drawn attention. Okay. And that attention could have caused a stir or a ruckus. And they were not exactly in a nice place. They were in a fairly grungy, fairly outlaw-type bar. And so rather than cause a scene or cause violence, he just shoos the guy away. Just go away. Be on your way. Um, And then that away, there isn't a brawl. There There isn't something that could interfere with the mission that the Jedi Council had put them on. Sure. And I think realistically, the Jedi teach it because it's a really useful tool. 
It's not necessarily dark side oriented. It could be seen as such because you're altering someone else's free will. That's why it was. It wasn't. It was so. It wasn't forbidden, but it was highly frowned upon. I right. Say. It was very. Uh, it was very situational. Yeah. If if your goal like. I don't want this person who's to selling me death sticks to be here and die because they're trying to sell me death sticks. Stop selling me death sticks. Go away. Uh, so realistically, yes, he stripped from him his free will, but he also <laughs> saved his life potentially mm. because he knew that the bounty hunter was going to be coming after him and he could be in the crossfire. <coughs> Which he was eventually, but he ended up cutting off Sam's arm. Right, but the guy um, selling death sticks didn't die. True. Obi-Wan yeah. saved his life by using it. Therefore... And who knows what other kind of underworld drug addict or drug lord would have heard that guy and ended up killing him for trying to sell death sticks. You're like, you never know. Right. But, and then from there we kind of get into, I guess, more of the more of the benign force powers. Like, an obviously forbidden one is oh, force, force choke. Force choke is forbidden by the Jedi, obviously. Even stasis. Even for stasis was, yeah, it, it became it became forbidden after the old republic, right? Yes, because the old republic was teaching for stasis and and things um, of those natures because you didn't harm the person, but it later it later became forbidden in the aspect of okay, it might not be killing them, but it's altering their ability to. To be free, it's altering their you're their taking minds. their freedom. Yes, because it the force stasis freezes you in place. Right, eyes and all. Not like you can't physically. Think. It doesn't physically freeze you. Um, it can like if you're leaping or falling, or it can physically hold you in place. But more importantly, is the mental aspect. It actually does not allow your brain to send your muscles the directions to move that's why it freezes you right but they can also hold you in place if you're falling while it's utilized on you not not like mr freeze from batman no i mean freeze like in a sense that it literally you, it locks you up uh kylo ren is a good example of using stasis on um poe poe yeah and on his blaster bolt that he shot at yep that's stasis. You you can like, oh, what's going on? Like you can move your eyes, but your brain is You can't move your body. Slowed. Yeah, exactly. Um That but, be, that became forbidden because it was seen as But if you're over center and you're off balance when the, somebody uses it on you, it physically holds you in place. Yeah. And when they let go, you fall. That's why it's called stasis. It's ridiculously powerful and it affects it you on a, multiple levels. It takes a lot of training to, yes, to be does. able to uh, Vader is actually a really good example of force stasis. Which as we well. can <laughs> We can get into why that makes no sense anyways, because uh, Disney. Um but what, not today. What do you mean? Um Vader? No 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 no. Because of Disney, the Kylo Ren thing. It takes ridiculous amounts of training and, and mental agility and focus and control to do a lot of the abilities we see him doing. Yes, and he was And then in the first whom? fight, he loses to some nobody from Sand Planet B. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about how Kylo shouldn't have been able to use Stasis. I was like, dude, he's Vader's grandson, trained by Luke, Vader's son... And then trained by Snow. Uh, we can who is talk a about. We can Palpatine. talk about why he shouldn't be able to use it in the first place. I think he should. Um, no, 
He's obviously not mentally stable enough to have that much control. You don't have to be mentally stable to force stasis somebody. You have to be able to focus. And the guy can't go, what, seven minutes without slashing apart a computer panel because he's throwing a tantrum? No, the guy doesn't That's have... That's why he's the epitome of a Sith at that point. Ah, oh, he's a pansy. Any of the other ancient Sith, instead of cutting up a computer, you want to know what they would have done? They would have gone and cut up a bunch of peasants in the street. <laughs> no, you know what they would have done? They would have reached out their hands and crushed the entire room and walked away calmly. But because so Kylo's difference? a punk, he's he also a, a younger fit. Sith. He throws a tissy fit. Regardless, he didn't. He wasn't taught the control that but other. No, Sith it makes taught. no sense that he loses the the very first fight to to. Hey, that was Ray. Nobody from Planet Sand Planet B. That was actually my favorite of the sequels. Force Awakens was. Oh really? Of the sequels. I guess I've never really thought of which dumpster fire I liked best. <laughs> I'll give him credit. We're not going to get off into Disney, guys. Don't worry. But we just got off on a little bit of a tangent there. I'll give him credit. Cinematically amazing. The story, no, though, I would expect no less. The story had potential. Mm. It just... The, the, the Some of the characters had... Poe had an amazing potential. Right, right. He, he's probably the only character I would say that redeemed himself. But if you fumble He was the a badass. Though, Poe okay. was a badass. And then he got slapped down by the agenda. Okay, okay. And then he came back being a badass and yes, saving the resistance. There was potential. Kind of like there is potential to return a field goal kick or uh, to return a, a kick in football, but you fumble the ball at your two yard. You're 98 yards away from the touchdown, but hey, you had potential. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think there, they there's... fumbled it halfway through the first movie. They did, but I, of a trilogy. I know. With. I know. How many billions of dollars on the line? That's because, and the mistakes I see is, one, you had multiple directors. Two, you didn't listen to anything George Lucas said. And three, you had your own agenda. Yeah. Th those three things are why I feel like the fans don't appreciate those movies as much. But back to the topic at hand. Don't blame the fans. The movie sucked. I'm not blaming the fans. <laughs> I'm saying that's why the fans don't appreciate it. All right. And the fans are who matter because we make them money. If no, they spend billion, money. if they spend billion dollars on movie, but fans no spend billion dollar on, on movie. movie, they no make their money back. Right. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Um, let's move into the Sith. I, I I feel like the Jedi. It's pretty obvious which abilities are forbidden. Oh, another one. Um, anything outside of mind trick, anything outside of altering a person's actual perception of reality yes be it, be it like uh force horror was one that the sith used um oh the thought bomb we can get into uh i don't remember what they uh, what the word for it is but what they did to revan after they captured him when malik tried to destroy his ship they cleared his memory they forced uh they removed his memories or shrouded his memories with the force the jedi council took his memories from him yeah they didn't take them from him they hid them they hid them they, he still they had did them. not give him access to them i can't remember what the force ability is but it's just another example of when 
the Jedi are willing to break their own rules because greater good. Like I said, after the Old Republic. After the Old Republic. Even in Darth Bane's era, which is only a thousand BBY, the Jedi were still seen as... Right, but they've always been willing to break their own rules. For personal gain, like I said earlier. Right, right, and and surviving the war isn't personal gain. They can justify it however they want. I'm just, no, I, I'm reiterating what I had said earlier is it's for personal gain. They can justify it however they want. Now, anything that alters a person's state of mind to be a free living being of the force, they don't have to be force sensitive. Right. But again, if you cause any sort of harm that isn't physical harm, that's considered forbidden. So yes. force horror, force plague, which was an ancient Sith technique of actually conjuring up a plague inside of somebody, either spike them into a super high temperature or cause their lungs to stop breathing, not force choke. Or create or, boils or cysts right. or yep. lesions just by pulling the skin apart. Yep. Force drain. That's yep. another one that was forbidden because that's, that's, that's we, pretty obvious. That's pretty obvious why that's right. forbidden. I mean, force drain is literally taking someone else's life force and instilling it upon yourself. One of the most fascinating ancient Sith techniques that I think uh, Qui Gon could have used. Oh, well, there's plenty of Jedi Had that I could see. If he just drained like, Maul's life, we wouldn't have the catastrophe that is Darth Maul in the Disney era. I, I do love it cinematically. It's wonderful. It's garbage. It's so bad. No, it, cinematically it looks amazing. I mean, how else are you going to get a, a, a cyborg in Star Wars? It's wonderful. Because apparently there's witchcraft on Dathomir that can... But they totally do not explain how his head did not get bashed in all the times he hit the pipe wall. Like, like... Replace his skull, too. Because that was pretty well battered after the fall. Trust me. There's a reason I think he's absolutely abhorrent in the Clone Wars series. Crimson Dawn? It's a cool concept. And I like how they put him there, and his story arc in the Clone Wars is cool. I like his story arc. I think it's terrible that they brought him back. Just, ah. ha- just, just keep Savage. What if they just kept Savage oppressed? I'm, and he finds out he's Maul's brother, and he finds out how he died, and now he's still the Jedi-hating gargantuan monster that the Dathomir and witches made him. That would have been so much better than having him go look for Maul, who should have been dead after the Phantom Menace. See, I think they fumbled. I think they fumbled hard. I think the Dathomir storyline would have been way better had the witches just taken all of the males and turned them all into massive rage monsters. See, and that's another I mean, thing I didn't like. They, they turned it into some Y-chromosome crap of how all the the Night Sisters are so much stronger, the Ratataki, and the men are just peasants who are wait, selected as mates. I'm like, that, that story just sucked. They're not stronger. At all. Physically, they're not stronger. They're seen as the warriors and the men were That's seen okay. as weak peasants. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Why turn it into... Well, it's it's feminism. I get that. I That's not my point, it's though. It's still an interesting story. The story is cool. You're not listening to me. Okay. The story is cool, and I appreciate what they tried to do. But why turn it into a Y chromosome thing? Oh, we select our mates by overpowering them in battle. What the hell is that? 
What what is that? It's a child's show. Why do you got to do that? I do agree that that is a little bit not age appropriate for the whole thing. If it was rated um, seventeen plus, by all means. But I think it absolutely does show us exactly what the feminist agenda is. Oh, <laughs> another episode. All right, let's move towards the Sith. Okay, uh, we can start with Sith, and I think the right place to start is probably pretty far back in history because there's not many that are truly banned there are actually quite a few there are quite a few but not a ton um ob- for obvious reasons the sith can't or have no need to ban light side abilities because they don't use the light side because they're closed off to it just by the mere fact of how the dark side works no they're banned because but they don't ban like force heal. They don't yes, ban. They do. Well, they, they don't. They're they're not banned. They're forbidden. There's a difference. Well, they're not forbidden necessarily because there's no reason to forbid something you can't do. You can't do it because you're trying to force. You're trying to force the force into doing your will, and force heal is more about allowing the force to flow through you to do its will. But you're doing what? You're helping somebody. Right, and you, the it's Sith just, are selfish. Right. So when it comes to collective Sith, like the Dark Brotherhood, the One Sith, the ancient Sith of times past, of the uh, the Sith of Korriban, the actual Sith race, not right. just Dark Jedi, and the Dark the reason the Dark Jedi fell from the Jedi Council in the ancient times is because they were using alchemy and forbidden techniques. Right. And then when they go and collect themselves on Korriban and find the Sith species, and they start doing all of these. Jedi things, right? They come to the conclusion that they need to start forbidding the use of Jedi techniques because their goal and their reason for breaking away from the Jedi was because they're helping, right? Instead of becoming powerful, so there are forbidden Jedi techniques, and Force Heal is one of them. There are, but as far as the actual Sith go, not the actual Sith species, but like the actual followers of the dark side. Yeah. Most of the light side abilities, yeah, they're they're forbidden, but they also just most Sith can't do them because they are selfish. They are greedy. They they are not using the force in the way that is necessary to do those light side things. Galen Merrick's a perfect example. Picked right. up by Vader as a kid, trained as a Sith, only knows Sith things. Who he has his own forbidden technique, by the way. Right. His Force repulse. Yes. Um, because well, we'll maybe get into that at the end of this episode. But he, when he came to learn from Ram Koda, the Jedi from the Clone Wars, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to be a Jedi. No. He's like, well, how do how do I how do I Jedi? And he's <laughs> like, well, let me show you. But there's a lot of Sith, like the Dark Brotherhood and the One Sith. As a collective group, they forbade the use of Jedi techniques because... In general, yeah. Because how their training was to teach you to become more powerful, to be selfish. How do you become selfish if the powers you have to use help other people? Well, and how do you become how do you become the greatest if you're constantly helping other people up around you? Um, so, yeah, a lot of the... So we'd have to get into the individual groups of Sith and timelines. Like the Dark Brotherhood would have been... 1,000 BBY. 1,000 BBY, give or take. And they would have banned certain things like uh, Force Heal. 
Um, I can't think of what... Battle meditation. Battle meditation. Thank you. Um, They would have banned battle meditation because you were... Yes, you were trying to win the battle for your side. But if you couldn't survive on your own, you but were But if weak. you couldn't survive on your own, you were deemed too weak to survive. And the weakest link gets cut. Right. That's exactly how so they thought. battle meditation was unacceptable because you're trying to strengthen a weak link and you're weakening the overall force when you're not meditating. Force heal was forbidden because if you If you got hurt, that's your fault. Uh, Force Aura, which is another one. It basically, it, it allows... It's a squad-sized battle meditation. And it's individualized, though. Right. And what it does is, it basically protects you from... It's almost like a shield. Right. It protects you from other Force powers. But again, they saw it as a weak link because, well, you should be strong enough with your own Force shield... To deflect it. Or you well, should be powerful enough to fight it off. Well, and Force Aura could be used. I mean, it's a more, it's a larger scale Force Shield. It's not quite as potent necessarily. But it's individualized. But it is individualized. But if you say have ten troopers around you and they're inside of the radius of that, then you're helping them. You're giving up your power to help them. Focus your power on you and your force shield. Don't worry about those troopers. They're just troopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was banned because, in their opinion, it made the the unit weaker as a whole because it didn't hold everyone accountable. Yep. Which is ridiculous because if you can get 10 gunmen up to the line safely, those Darth 10 Bane. gunmen are going to be freaking amazing. Yeah. I just, I always found it, I found it fascinating when I learned for myself that the Jedi, or excuse me, that the Sith actually did ban light side use because your goal and what most Sith train on is self-serving. Yes. Selfishness. Personal gain. And if, if, if you're willing to sacrifice your power for other people, you're not fit to be leader. No. And you're they, not fit to they be kinda, Sith. They kind of saw it as taboo in a sense, like... If you're a leader and you're helping people and you're claimed to be a dark Jedi... You should be demanding better of them instead of helping them up. Yep. You should be punishing them for not being powerful enough. Or this is the Jedi were more hand-holding. Well, the Sith were punish people for failures and the Jedi were reward people for their successes. Um... So the Sith kind of okay if you can't get up to the get across the dead man zone as a Sith tro- or as a trooper then you were punished because well you you died. Yeah. You were not strong enough to get to the other end of the no man zone. Mm-hmm. And the Jedi would run up with their troopers shielding them from attacks so that they could get across the no man zone the no man's land and into the other people's trenches to do damage. Mhm. So they weren't necessarily holding hands, but they were more protective of their troops and of their troopers and of their allies. They were willing to slow down the rate of advance in order to ensure that when they got to where they were advancing to, they had the proper number of soldiers to complete the task. Force cleanse was another one. Yes, um... And I don't remember why the Dark Brotherhood thought Force Cleanse was no good. It wasn't the Dark Brotherhood. It was it was post Galactic Empire. It was the Sith Remnant. Oh, that right. Okay. They banned it because they again kind of had those same ideals, 
but theirs was more along the lines of so they worshipped Mark Aragnos, right? This is Luke Skywalker, Grandmaster on Yavin, Kyle Katarn, Jaden Kor. Yeah. These guys, right? Um Force Cleanse was an ability not like Force Heal. Force Heal could heal wounds. Physical right? damage. Physical damage. Force Cleanse would actually cleanse toxins. It would cleanse uh, any malfeasance of the body, right? Well, it would cleanse also Force uh, force effects. Yeah, so anything like Force Horror or Force Plague or a Force Choke if you your lungs collapse. Or just generally a plague. Right, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> and that was banned because... If you became a disciple of Ragnos, you were, at this point, a powerful, powerful Sith. And again, along the same lines as the Dark Brotherhood is, if you're not powerful enough to not be... And this is why I, another reason I actually don't like the Sith. If you're not powerful enough to stop it, you don't deserve to be a Sith. You don't deserve to be helped. There's a reason 98% of the Sith died after Darth Bane's time. Right. Well, and before that... Because well, before that they were killing each other, but after that they stopped helping each other. At least the ancient Sith in battle, they would actually help each other. They would fight side by side if nothing else. If Tulak Horde saw a bunch of his buddies getting killed, he'd jump over there, but he killed would, the Jedi. He'd do it selfishly. He wouldn't do it to save his friends. He'd do it to reap the glory of hey, I just saved you and killed well, a thousand Jedi. Well, reap the Jedi. glory and reap the rewards of now you owe me your life. But they still, at the end of the day, they still quote helped each other. Right. You get into the Disciples of Ragnos post-Galactic Empire. If you can't hold your own, that's your fault. It was li- And it was literally that. It was, oh, you died? That's too bad. Take his lightsaber. Right. And we'll give it to somebody else. Give it to a Padawan. Hopefully that Padawan can handle it better than he did. And Rosh uh, Penn, one of the Jedi who came under Kyle Katarn's um, apprenticeship, he turned to the dark side because he bought into it. He bought into the whole... He basically was like the Anakin Skywalker at the time. Like, oh, they're holding me back, blah, blah, blah. Well, don't get me wrong. He was powerful and kind of badass. He, Oh, he was. I love his story. But at the same time... He was egotistical. He was a Kylo Ren. I wonder why Cameron loves his story. Egotistical, reasonably talented. Reasonably talented. Well, reasonably, thank you. Reasonably. <laughs> uh, but egotistical. I wonder why that would reside... Wow, how would that resound with Cameron? Resound, I was, well, egotistical. Coming from you, that's hard, hardly an insult, Phil. I mean, well, it wasn't who, meant to be a compliment. Who's your favorite Sith again? Me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> egotistical. <laughs> oh, man. What are you talking about? Repping that snow ego? <laughs> but, anyways, um,. So force cleanse was outlawed, not outlawed, but it was forbidden because you you should have been powerful enough with the dark side to not be affected in any way, shape, or form by any force powers that would hinder you. Well, I wouldn't say that one was forbidden so much as just not taught. It was forbidden by Mark Aragnos himself. Well, the, I thought the teaching he, of it was forbidden. The teaching of it was forbidden, but Mark Aragnos as well forbade it because when he came back as a Sith spirit, he was like... If if you're not like devoted Sith to me and you're not like throwing out everything oriented Jedi, uh, he killed him. He just he didn't want anything to do with him. Right. Because in order to bring himself back as a Sith, he required pure dark side. Pure, pure, the purest dark side. And if you had any bit of light, 
it would not bring him back as powerful as he wanted. Right. And that's why the disciples of Ragnos were going planet to planet that like Zios, Droman cast, Yavin, not purging. They were harnessing dark side power from these planets in order to bring back Mark of Ragnos' spirit. Right. But in order to do that, they needed disciples who were purely devoted to the dark side. Right. Cool story. I love it. But they also went around purging anybody who was deemed not dark side enough. Oh, I mean, they killed their own apprentices, their own acolytes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, they killed their own masters in some cases. What's this? You're forced healing your wound? Okay. They would just cut off their arms or kill them in general. Right. No go mercy. Ahead and, go ahead and heal yourself with no head. Yeah. Now, if they had used the force drain technique to heal themselves, that'd be different. Right. Because you'd be inflicting pain on somebody else, and that's seen as power. Right. But another another one banned by the Sith. Banned. I keep saying banned, but it's forbade. It's not banned. Um, oh, I'm having a bit of a brain fart here after my forbidden banned uh, dilemma. <laughs> Give me a sec. So, um, let's see. They would have gotten rid of quite a few. Um, but I want to say that one of my favorites that they did... For Bay. Battle meditation is was, obvious. Was, yeah. Um, but we've already talked about that. So one of the ones that I, I like the most that they forbade is the Force Visions. Because in order to use Force Visions... I think they banned Force Visions. They banned peering into the future. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Is, is they banned peering into the future because in order to peer into the future, you had to kind of accept the fact that you couldn't change it. Real quick. And accepting that would be accepting that you have limitations. Well, and it could be seen as a weapon to overthrow your master. If you had a Padawan who could see into the future, that would just breed jealousy in the master. Like, Which well, is fine. That's the idea behind the Sith. But real quick, another Jedi one that was banned when just peeking about peering into the future. Uh, distortion <coughs> of reality. Yeah. Anything that can distort physical space. Oh, you mean like uh, Vitiate? Exactly like Vitiate. Like Vitiate's entire MO? Exactly like Vitiate. He could literally create things from nothing. He could literally distort the space-time <coughs> continuum. Yes, he could just appear in another place. Like, okay, that's... As a matter of fact, he there are multiple Ripping cases, holes in space? There are mar- multiple cases where Vitiate literally had two existence at the same time. There were two of him. At the same time, in two separate parts of the galaxy. Now, the reason it was forbade was because that isn't, again, speaking of the naturalities of the Force. Space and time and the fourth dimension, the Z-axis, are meant to be what they are. If you go messing with those, you're distorting the Force from what it's supposed to be. Well, and there's a rubber band. Uh, there's a rubber band effect where if you try to twist reality, first of all, you have to be immensely powerful to do it. Second of all, eventually it will snap back. Time travel. It will snap back. Yeah. Uh, it's going to cause problems in the in your future. It Plagueis is going is a to hurt. Perfect example of that. He tried to distorting reality. Distort reality, life. and when he lost control of that, it snapped back and created Anakin. Which I wouldn't necessarily say is a negative thing. The, the galaxy needed Anakin because the Jedi were so far gone and the Sith were 
The galaxy didn't need Anakin. The Jedi were going to collapse shortly. And the we're Sith not going to get into shortly. that. They needed Anakin because the, if anything, the if, Jedi needed Anakin to see their flaws, anything, and the Sith needed Anakin to survive. If anything, the Force needed Anakin so that it would have people that still worshipped it after everybody fell to to their own egos. Semantics of Anakin's necessity aside, back to the Sith. That's just the last one of the Jedi that just popped into my mind. Yeah. Uh, but the Sith... The, they were a little more lax in terms of, of what was and wasn't allowed. Well, and the Sith have a few less rules just in general because... But you could be punished for philosophy is very simplistic. It's very me first. That, that's essentially the whole philosophy of the Sith is utilize whatever you have to utilize to be you, the best you you can be. Yep. Um, so as long as the Force ability didn't directly cause you to be diminished while bringing others up it wasn't a problem because the only thing that was a problem is if you were willing to diminish yourself to help others yep whereas the jedi being a cult they had to demand a lot of things in order to keep their internal logic somewhat comprehensive yeah i now, mean I just wanted to talk about... I mean, you can't use force lightning, but you can use force judgment because we say so. It's very cultish. Yeah. But I, at least th those are the ones that I can remember just purely speculative from the books and research. That well, I've and done. off the top of my head. And right. We're just having a conversation yeah. here. Uh, but a lot of the comic series goes into it. Uh, the one that you're borrowing from me, the Cade Skywalker Legacy series, that has a couple of forbidden There's a couple. Ones. Well, and that... That order of Sith, I don't remember what they're called. The, the one Sith. The one Sith. They're, very, they're, they're, they're more altruistic than most Sith. Yeah, they are. And they have a lot of... Uh, it's a lot to get used to when you first start reading it because it is not the Sith that you would relate to the Sith, quote-unquote. It's, it's kind of just a group of dark side users that, that use the term Sith. I love it. I love the series, but it's a farce. Oh yeah. Honestly, it's. I love the story. I love Cade Skywalker, and he, he could distort reality, yeah. big time. Which is actually what the series is about: is Cade Skywalker finding out he's Luke Skywalker's grandson. At first, he doesn't want anything to do with Luke. He's always high on spice. He's always <laughs> taking death sticks, he's numbing awesome. himself because he doesn't want the Force. Well, and he doesn't really know what it is entirely. Right. So he's instead of trying to take control of it, he's trying to numb himself. Yeah. It's like somebody who's... It would be like somebody who has perfect recall who's gone through some serious trauma. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall? Perfect recall, not Total Recall. <laughs> no, I was, I was saying uh, he... he rem yeah, whatever. But remembering... Trying to make a joke. But re remembering a major traumatic, traumatic event perfectly and, and having that in your mind constantly might make you want to drink or do drugs to get rid of it. Yeah. He's very much that kind of person at the beginning. It's it's a wonderful story. But I guess in our last bit here we could talk about um I do want to mention Galen Merrick's forbidden force ability by both the Sith and the Jedi. Real quick, we can talk about some of the neutral force uses. Force push, force pull, force speed, force jump. Are they so much neutral as just 
they're just super utilizable. Out. I mean, they're it, just. I don't want to say neutral and. I don't want to put a lighter. They're dark not tag a gray, but they can be used by dark side and light side force equally because they both use them. That's my point. I didn't want to put a tag in front of them as light or dark side oriented. I'm just saying abilities that won't draw you to the light or the dark side. Yeah. Just lifting things, general telekinesis. Um, well, telekinesis is <coughs> different from push and pull. Well, you have push, pull, you have just lifting things up and holding things, picking up the X-wings. and Telekinesis was actually one of Plo Koon's force feats that he was extremely prominent. Yeah. Force speed. Force speed. Augmenting yourself. Well, and not just in speed, you can also augment uh, augmented jumps, augmented um, acrobatics, augmented movement in general, mm-hmm. more agile or more distinct. You could make yourself move faster and do things more accurately. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these could be used by the light or the dark side because in the light side you're using... You're not using passion. You're using. Uh, you're, you're just, just using, using the force. Yeah, just, and in the dark side, they're using their passion or their desire to, to fuel it. Yeah. <coughs> so it's okay for both. But lastly, here I just wanted to mention Galen Merrick's ability that was forbidden: his force repulse ability. And the reason that it was forbidden by both the Jedi and the Sith was one. Obviously, for the Jedi. It requires the use of lightning. Yes. You literally pull in all the force around you to the point of sheer just immolating yourself or disintegrating yourself. And then from there, once you've pulled in as much force as you can, igniting it with lightning, force lightning, because that's the only way to get it to be charged. Right. And then emitting this a massive, powerful blast outward from the user that would disintegrate knock back, or just explode. Yeah. Depending on how much power is put behind it, right? And Galen Merrick was Well, and so... depending on the range you're standing at, and depending right. on what you're made out of, if you're if you're a tungsten rod, you probably won't be... Damaged Disintegrated. <gasps> but if you're a You might turn little, red hot, but... <clears throat> but if you're a meaty little flesh suit, I mean, you're probably going to be in pieces. And he trained for years in this ability, years, because it was so fascinating to him. Why is this forbidden? The Jedi forbade it for obvious reasons. Superior passion, strength, power, and the ability to kill. The Sith banned it because of the difficulty of learning it. Sith would actually kill themselves trying to learn this technique. Right, because you're trying to pull in as much power as you can. You're electrifying can. yourself. Well, you're trying to, first of all, you're trying to pull in as much power as you can. Mm-hmm. So on that front, you've got Sith written all over you. Oh, yeah. Um, but because the Sith are purely selfish and purely greedy and often egotistical, they would often pull in too much. And if you pull in too much power, you go poof. Yeah. But Galen Merrick, he started out super easy, just testing it, testing it. And he had as high of a midi-chlorine count as Yoda. Not as much as Anakin. But as high as Yoda. Yeah, but once you subtract all four <laughs> limbs from Anakin, they're pretty much on par. <laughs> Either way, with what we have in the knowledge of the Star Wars universe, Galen Merrick trained so much with this that he was able to get it to the precise moment of himself turning into a pile of dust and turning everything around him into a pile of dust. He was down to like the 10,000th 
measurement. Oh, yeah. Like this guy, and he used it so well and so often that Vader was actually scared of him. I get that. I mean, that's pretty potent. Palpatine was afraid of That's a pretty potent. Well, and the other part of that is, even if Palpatine is, say, force lightning him with some ridiculously strong force lightning, just based on the the very nature of force repulse, Galen Merrick would be sucking up the power from that lightning. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't even be getting to him because he's literally consuming that power. And all that Palpatine giving it 100% of force lightning against Galen Merrick would have done is feed into Galen Merrick's power. And it did. And the book actually talks, the book by Sean Williams, it talks about how force lightning was ineffective against Galen Merrick, Starkiller. Yes. Because he, he consumed it as pure power. He just pulled it into himself and let it run across his body and he'd charge himself. He'd basically turn into the Flash from yeah. DC Comics. Yeah. He would just supercharge himself, Look. swing his lightsaber at you, or give you a force push with a bit of lightning behind it. Like, imagine that. Well, he would just consume it as pure power. I mean, he would just... Ugh, I love Galen Merrick. There's a reason he made my top five favorite Jedi and Sith list. <laughs> he's probably he's probably the most broken force wielder in Star Wars EU. One of, yes, but not the most. Mm, I think it's arguable. Vitiate's pretty broken, dude. <laughs> Vitiate's broken. Luke is pretty broken, EU. Oh, Luke's not broken. Dude, Luke's the last Jedi. Dude. He's the last Jedi. He can use Force Light to cut off the Force from any Sith. Another forbidden Jedi technique, by the way, Force oh, yeah. Light. I can't Force believe we missed that one. It took us till the end to figure out Luke. Thanks, Luke. But yeah, Force Light could sever. It's literally emitting. Sever your connection to the Force. Not just Sith, but because if, if used improperly, sever Jedi. Uh, it could sever entire planets from the Force. So you're telling me that's not overpowered? Not nearly as overpowered as uh, Starkiller. There's a reason his name is Starkiller, dude. Right. And that doesn't give away how OP he is. (laughs) Okay, there's a lot of Sith in the EU, and Jedi for that matter, that could be seen as extremely potent and probably a little on the end of OP. Well, and I understand why. But it gives him him depth. No, no, no. It's not about the depth. It's entirely about how good your hero is. Okay, explain. When you're telling a story, your hero can be the perfect person. Mm. Or a very flawed individual. So you can have Superman on one end and Batman on the other. Great movie, by the way. I love that movie. Superman is a good guy. He is the epitome of good guy. He is the perfect guy. Great example. He does right because right. Eh, Until he gets corrupted. Batman, generally speaking. Batman is a good guy... For the wrong reasons. Not always for the right reasons yeah. and not always in a good way. But he's a good guy. He does the right thing. Neither of them are better or worse than the other. Mm-hmm. What makes them really amazing heroes is the villains they fight. Right. The worse your villain, like the more evil your villain, the better your hero is. And I feel like picking Vader and Palpatine as the two villains in that game and in that book series... Made him the epitome of overpowered. Right. He had to be. You he can't beat. Be... You can't beat the emperor if you're not overpowered. Right. Just saying. Right. And so in, so in the original trilogy, what made Luke so such a good character, not in story but from an outsider's perspective, what made him such an amazing character is 
he was fighting two ridiculously OP people, the Emperor and Vader. Well, he wasn't fighting the Emperor till six, but... <laughs> but that made him a better character. In the grand scheme of things, yeah. From the outside, it made it he it made him into a more developed character. Okay, I'll give you that. Why did Phantom Menace kind of suck? Well, because... Well, first of all, you got Jar Jar Binks. I mean, we can get that out of the way. <laughs> who, who is the main but, character in Phantom but Menace? But who's your big bad? No, no, who's the main character? Who Not is the main bad. character? Exactly. First is of it, all, is we... it Qui-Gon? Is it Anakin? Is it Padme? Is we it Obi-Wan? We don't know. They're all main characters. They're main characters. I'm talking it's about kind the protagonist. Who's the protagonist? You, how, how can you tell? It has to be Qui-Gon. At the end, it's got to be Anakin. Qui-Gon. Anakin doesn't do... He, kind of, he doesn't come in until 45 like, minutes into the movie. Right. Right, and that's my point. Qui-Gon's but at the, the end, protagonist because he's always pushing the, the end, council. But at the end, who's the living hero? Anakin doesn't count. He's just a kid who knows nothing Obi-Wan. and did nothing. Qui-Gon died. Heroically. Don't get me wrong. He's definitely a protagonist. But Obi-Wan is the main character. I think that's arguable. What about the queen? Padme. <laughs> She's a side note at best. She's amazing. A wonderful character. But I think Obi-Wan is what the story is told around. But who's the big bad? Well, the only big bad we... You could claim it's probably the Nemoidians. But we didn't see enough. The Trade Federation. Yeah, but we didn't... I would say the big bad in the movie was supposed to be... Um, Darth Maul. Yeah, but we don't get it. But him. we didn't see enough of him to create a truly epic villain. That's why I feel like the and Trade that's Federation. And that movie is. Uh, that's why that movie is so meh. There's no really good guy, and there's no really bad guy. But the story is what matters. The story's amazing. Yeah, but still, it's Pod m- race could have been shortened up just a little bit, but you know. Yeah, well, so could Jar Jar scenes. <laughs> but it there's no really good outline of a good guy and there's no really good outline of a bad guy yeah anyways we probably got off on a that's bird okay. walk on that's that what one. we're here for Shit. i know i know you guys ought to know this by now but that that's kind of all we have for you guys today just a bit of banter on some of the forbidden techniques and then some of the neutral ones i just i <sighs> There's so much in terms of force powers and force feeded abilities that just the main ones that stuck out are kind of what we wanted to banter about today because it was it had been plaguing my mind for a while because I was I'm <laughs> rereading the Darth Bane series big surprise and there's just some abilities in it and I was like why wow, forbidden by the Sith really the Sith forbade abilities yes yes they did well but <coughs> either way I hope you guys enjoyed it and. Uh, can't wait to see you next week if you made it all the way to the end thank you go ahead and uh thumbs up or like or whatever you got to do on your platform and subscribe if you want subscribe or follow if you want to hear more and don't forget about our emails hive of scummy villains at gmail.com shoot us an email tell us you like us tell us you don't like us and what we can fix or change or give us a suggestion on a topic you guys want us to banter about but until then we'll see you later have a good night